Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Brighter Side is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash brighter side for your free trial. You give me kisses. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, that sounded gross and wet. That's how I like my kisses soaked to the bone. Oh, that's me. I like to get. <laughs> you know, I like to get my nose in that wet kiss. Oh, Jesus oh, man. Christ! When's the last time you guys got a nose job? Ooh. Oh, like a little sucky nose? No, they, they, they just stick their nose in your ass and blow as hard as they can. <laughs> <laughs> I think my birthday. That is an Irish <laughs> birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mouth caca is like a chicken when you put your nose in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just meant like caca, like caca. Like caca duty. Oh, no. <laughs> I was walking by a chicken factory today and I looked inside. I was like, y'all gonna die. <laughs> Wait, where do you live? Like, yeah, you live next to a chicken factory. There's one in my neighborhood. Yeah. You go get fresh chicken. They're all over the place. How much do you think they are? I'm saying 20 bucks. 20 bucks, but like a cooked chicken. A regular cooked chicken is like eight bucks. Yeah. So it's got to be like $2, right? It's much cheaper for, you want a halal, non-halal, you got to make your choice. Yeah. And then you take the chicken home. I figure a live chicken has to be much cheaper than a cooked one. They'll kill it for you. They'll kill it for you. They'll shoot it in the head. They'll do it in front of its own mother. (laughs) I'll teach it a lesson. First they waterboard it. (laughs) <laughs> then they slowly take the life out of it. What do you got, Mary? You got Good some, uh, how much a chicken is? Yeah, I'm working on it. You're working um, on it? I'm working on it. Well, there's a lot of factors, you know, because a baby chick is $1 to $5 each, but a pullets, which is a young hen that has just started laying eggs, would cost $15 to $25. What? I got it right. Well, yeah. that's, you know, if you want eggs. It's an investment. There you go. Mm. How do you keep it in eggs? What do you mean? Keep it in eggs? Yeah, how does it, does it run out? No, it's like a... Is it like an orange tree? Well, you gotta get two so they can boing boing each other. No, if you, you don't get the eggs if they boing boing because that makes the baby chickens. Yeah, no, you want a... Eggs are like their periods. Ideally, you want a lesbian chicken Mm -hmm. to just hang out on the couch with you, lay eggs, and watch Netflix with you. (laughs) You move on with your day, you get an egg a day. 
You get your protein. Yeah. And you get a little bit of a big spoon in the evening. I had some crazy friends in high school. They came and brought me a chicken in the middle of the night because they stole it from some person's farm. Of course. And uh, I was just like, Eddie, I was like, we bring like, you like, gifts. You to, yeah, they're like, they're like, keep it, keep it. I was like, I don't know. What am I going to do with a fucking chicken? You know? And then my mom comes out. She's like, get rid of that fucking chicken. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, well, we'll just keep it in the side yard. You know, it's fenced in. And she's like, the fucking alligators will get it. God rest her soul. <laughs> a beautiful story. Eddie. Beautiful. That's the heart of Americana. You know what I mean? <laughs> Speaking of Americana, we've got a Trump supporter on today. Oh, yeah. This is exciting. They're going to be on in just a moment because they're busy cutting their lawn. Yeah, she's cutting her grass like a real Mexican. Cutting her Trump. (laughs) Right around her Trump signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Making room. I don't need no damn Mexicans. I cut my own grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that'll be exciting. I think it's good to have just like a just check it as far as the brighter side goes. We have to find the brighter side and we have to figure out the brighter side of basically half of America that is supporting Donald Trump. I mean, with the other, I mean, I mean, I'm the whole thing sucks. I think yes. we're fucked. I mean, it's like, to me, the way I look at this election right now, just me personally, it's like, what war do we want to get in? Oh god! You know, it's just like, do we want to fight a hundred thousand people of ISIS? That's about right estimate, right? Hundred thousand sure. people, ISIS. They enslave a lot of people, so. Yeah. 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 But those aren't, you know. <laughs> you don't really count them. Those are only three-fifths, Three-fifths, right? I think, is the appropriate <laughs> way to count that. And then, but, like, you know, Trump's going against the entire Muslim world, and they're all going to join ISIS if he goes against the entire religion. And so it's like a billion, 1.6 billion people or 100,000. Are people going to join ISIS if he wins? I I, don't, it, I think that it, they got more of a case. Is it like yeah. more of like a fuck you, I'm joining an ISIS, you know? No, I think it's a lot more of just like, this is going to be fun. Let's go after America and join ISIS. But guys, we're forgetting about North Korea. Yeah. I wow. can't eat no matter who's in office. Our next battle is going to be with North Korea, and it's going to be like all those bad movies we used to see. Yeah, they're, they're all gonna faint, you know. They're all- <laughs> you're just gonna like push them and they fall over. Yeah, you can't, you can't put boots on the ground when no one owns boots. Yeah, yeah they yeah. have fucking uh, concentration camps for their own citizens in yeah. North Korea. It's absurd what's happening over there, and I think it's gonna be really fun to uh, go into another war. They don't have any food. No food. Man, this world is gonna erupt into chaos. Did you guys see that thing where somebody wrote a Trump or Black Lives Matter on the Trump sign? on the Trump building in D.C., yeah. and nobody, they just, like, let it happen, and he walked away casually. And of I was like, course. this is the beginning of something. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we, we, you know, they don't want, they, like, the photograph of them tackling that man and handcuffing them in front of the Trump building with black light, that gives them so much ammunition, they're better off just letting them go and cleaning it up during the night, I think. Yeah, midnight janitor's job. Yeah, yeah. go get that uh, fucking uh, Black Lives Matter thing down. All right, Jerry? All right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst part is probably they're going to make a black guy scrub it off. 100%. 100%. Of course. Just like everything else, they get the worst jobs. <laughs> Unbelievable, including the presidency. So who, tell us uh, about our uh, our Trump supporter. Uh, she is my sister-in-law. She lives in Texas. She got two kids. She's been in the military for a long time. I think she still works for the military at oh, like wow. a desk job. Uh, she was a um, she fixed machines. She was a what do you call it? An engineer. A, an engineer and also a mechanic. Mechanic. She, she was a mechanic for the military. She's pretty badass. All right. We both fell out of a canoe together in the swamps. Oh, this is the canoe. She was a part of. I didn't know that she was also in the canoe. She was also in the canoe with me. Oh, so the brothers didn't just do it to you; they did it to her too. 
Oh no, we were, this is the one where we were out in the swamps and we fell over and we had to swim through the alligators. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah. get back to land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I, a great children's book. It was the middle book of the night, right? In your life here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. I fell into the uh, alligators and I had to swim through them. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna oh, be man. such a funny mom, like so. It's like I used to have to swim to school through alligators. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, my kids are going to be fucked up. <laughs> and I headlined the Chuckle Hut in Cincinnati <laughs> the same night. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. She's going to try to blame me for it because I looked around, and that's why the canoe tipped. So just just a fair warning, but it was All everybody's right. fault. Fair enough. Well, let's get her on the line. Should we uh, Skype call her, Mary? Mm-hmm. That's the best way to do this always, right? Oh, yeah? And it's a free advertisement for Skype. If you want to sponsor oh, the Biter Side Skype, you feel free to come on in and give us some cash, and we'll keep things on the lighter side for you, Skype in America. Yeah. <laughs> Not how ads work. Skype just... is... <laughs> Oddly enough, the white supremacist alt-right movement is using Skype to identify... Uh, Jewish people online now. What? Yeah, because people... you see their face and their nose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's those... like their new code word. Yeah, all those Hollywood dollars. They exactly. Pop up. It's like yeah. Bitcoin. <laughs> they used to do the parentheses, and now they're doing. Now they're doing. They're just calling them Skypes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. What was up with those parentheses? The parentheses. three things. It says how Jewish you are. Yeah. The oh, more parentheses oh, you have, right. the more Jewish you are. Yeah, Isn't that it? Something like yeah. It's like volume. Oh, I've seen people with three. Oh, yeah. There are oh, yeah. three Jews. No, but then you can just... Hold on, I got the actual answer. You go ahead. Three Jews deep? Oh, wow. But I think, yeah, a lot of people that are not Jewish are also doing it that are being targeted by the alt-right. It's, oh, it's is that their Yeah, problem? yeah. Dino Badala does it. He's got like six on each side because, you know, they don't like him either. These people have too much time on their hands. Which ones? Oh, the white supremacists? Everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> 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 you're damn straight. Yeah, man. These people, they don't understand what's going on. I hit up uh, a good friend of our show, uh, Ron Krasnow. Oh, I love Ron. And he's got the he's he's got the uh, the things. And so I was just like, hey, man, you know, like, what's up with those fucking parentheses? Let me see what his answer is. You got it? You got a call? We could do this later. What my shit's boring. Oh, you got him? It's, oh yeah, he's my go to guy. I'm like, who's the yeah. rapist? He's like, Yeah, that you know, he he always tells me. He's 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 good for that. That's a good game. Who's the rapist? <laughs> Spin the wheel for who's the rapist? Take your pick. Oh, this is exciting. Oh. Is Hello? this Rachel? This is yeah. Amber. Hey Amber. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for uh, joining in the phone call. We've got uh, Cena John right here. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Good. We got Ed Larson right here. Hi, Rachel. How are you doing? Thanks for coming in and talking to us. Good. No problem. Mary Kelly on the doing the microphones. Hi. Hello. Hi. So you were out cutting your grass? Oh yes, I was mowing the front yard. I know it sounded like she said cutting your ass. I know. <laughs> where do you live? What what uh where where do you where do you reside at? Louisiana? No, I live in Texas near Fort Hood, the town right next to it. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Give us your exact address on air. I'm just kidding. I love Texas. I love Texas. We were down in Texas, uh, Brazos County. Those are my people. I got a message from uh, Wayne Dickey, the sheriff down there. Wish me a happy birthday. Oh, oh very sweet of him. Oh. I want to get in trouble down there. <laughs> so I can get out of it. <laughs> hey, I know Wayne Dickey. <laughs> oh, you know the Dickey? <laughs> it actually got us out of a speeding ticket one time. 
Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, he's got it's a great name to throw down there. You know what, Eddie? You've changed. You're real Hollywood now. <laughs> <laughs> I love Texas. Y'all have all those guns, you know. But nobody does prank mm-hmm. shows in Texas, you know? I saw a prank show <laughs> where these clowns came out of a gas station with a baseball bat. Yes. I was like, do that in Texas. Yeah, you get killed. <laughs> Immediately killed. <laughs> oh, did you hear about the clown that was going around uh, eastern Pennsylvania stabbing people a couple weeks ago? Oh, was that he was stabbing? I didn't know he was stabbing. Oh, he was stabbing. He's ruining for everybody. This was just like a fun little game people were playing We and Creepy Clowns in the neighborhood. Now now it's like not a funny YouTube video anymore. Now it's murder. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah. welcome to the brighter side, everybody. <laughs> so Rachel is a Trump supporter. How's that going? You were in the um, military as well, right? So we were we were talking. We we're like we was wanted to talk to someone because up here in New York we don't get too many Trump supporters. Yeah. And so we just kind of wanted I to. I can imagine. We just <laughs> wanted to talk to someone because personally, uh, me, I I totally see where uh, the everyone a lot of people are coming from voting for Trump. But uh, you know the uh, the main problem is with most people in New York. I would say is the the glaring racism. And uh, and stuff like that. But uh, everything else, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, successful businessmen kind of, you know, stuff like that. You can see what the appeal is. And uh, we just, uh, Amber, Amber said uh, we, you would be lovely to tell us, uh, you know, wh- why do you support him as a military, as a vet? And are you, are you still, are you still enlisted? Yes, I, I'm in the National Guard still. Um, I work full time as a National Guard technician. Mm-hmm. And... Um, most people I know in the military personally prefer Trump over Hillary. Um, I like Trump because obviously I'm a conservative. So yeah. no matter, Trump isn't the best candidate, I will admit. Yeah, he wouldn't have been my first choice. But because he is our conservative Republican candidate, I have to vote for him because he's better than Hillary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just couldn't vote for a Democrat. Yeah. So, um, so is there, is there, um, Rachel, this is Cena here. Is is there something? Is there an issue for you that is your most important issue that is really near and dear to your heart that kind of drives your both conservatism and and how you vote? Um. Yes. One is the military. That's my number one reason. I feel like Trump is more supportive of our military, and as Democrats usually prove not to be, uh, that's one. The second one is more of social conservatism. Um, I feel like Hillary Clinton will try to um, keep up with the Obama politics um, socially. Like uh, Obama wants, you know, um, children, high schoolers, school-age kids to be able to use whatever restroom they want as a parent. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something that I'm totally against and that I feel that obviously Trump would be against. Things like that. As a parent, when you have children, it seems that you favor more conservative policies. Mm. But you bring up a very good point because our society has changed in these eight years, you know, whether people like it or not, it's changed and it's gone a a lot of change. And I think people are, they want to pull back a bit. And that's a big reason why a lot of people vote Trump. I think there's a lot of just shifting we've done as a society, maybe not just in the eight years, but, you know, I think since 9-11, we've evolved a lot as a society, both you know how we how we view ourselves in the rest of the world, and also how we're inundated with all kinds of expo- exposure in in the digital landscape. Right, we're exposed to all kinds of different events now that we weren't able to know about. Twitter just started in two thousand seven, I think. Right, so just imagine how much more information that we're getting now that that's so popular now. Um, Rachel, right. is, is there is there 
Are there things about um, you know, I know you're saying there's other, but my, I guess my thing is there are other conservatives out there that you could be backing. So uh, is there anyone else that kind of aligns with your agenda to a certain degree, a degree uh, that isn't Donald Trump? That could possibly not be running right now, you mean? Yeah, I mean, either that or, I mean, you know, there's... These the- obviously aren't the two best Americans to be running for the job out of 320 million Americans. Oh, yeah. we have vomit or diarrhea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, there's, the, there's the libertarian candidates as well. I don't know if you've looked into them at all. And then there's just other, you know, people are just also, I think, not going to vote for either candidate at this point either. Right. Um, I'm not really for Gary Johnson. I would have rather had... Marco Rubio, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Um, Trey Gowdy would have been great. I Trey, really like Trey, Trey Gowdy. But what's Trey Gowdy all about? He's, he's he looks like the uh, the nail end of the hammer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you a question about the bathrooms there's a real long line you know we're at like a male event like a boxing match you know and there's a real long line and you just kind of got to go pee pee real bad you're gonna pee pee your pants you know like is there a there's mm-hmm. a there's a given there right there's a little give or you can run in the ladies room take a quick pee right I don't know. I was asking your opinion. Eddie's just asking for his own <laughs> forgiveness yeah. for doing that. For using the women's restroom. Uh, I have a quick question for you, uh, especially because you're a member of our armed forces, uh, is the fact that um, Trump is the first in what has been a pretty consistent long line of Republican candidates being veterans or being a part of our armed forces is the fact that he's coming from a strictly business perspective concerning and has there been talk in um, your experience at work among people you work with about the fact that he doesn't have a military background? That doesn't bother me whatsoever, Mm -hmm. him having a military background, because he has advisors, Mm -hmm. generals, and people that he would listen to. Um, Obama didn't have a military background, and he was Mm -hmm. backed, obviously, by more people in the country. Mm -hmm. To me, that's not really an important factor. Just the fact that he supports us and that he knows that we have a um, threat all around the world that need to be dealt with. I feel like Trump would have a more strong military. He would give us a more strong military presence and help us not look as weak as we do in the world nowadays. Mm-hmm. So there's, I think we look weak. Ooh. And, and what, what about, um, I guess, what about this presidency or what about um, Obama do you think makes us look weak in the world? Um, a lot of it is the fact that he he fails to call terror what it is. Um, he has this fear of saying Muslim extremists. You know, there we do have a lot of Muslim extremists well, out in the world. Ra- radical I don't Islam, believe all Muslims are bad, but radical Islam is a is a big threat to this nation. And I feel like he he um, he's trying to be too politically correct, maybe. Um, you, and just not trying to call a spade a spade. I know. I've been trying to say radical Christians for a long time. No one wants to get on board with me. Radical pro-lifers killing people in churches. No one wants to get on board with me when I say that. Well, do you think it may be the problem is with radical Islam and the, the saying that term and the, the political correctness behind it is that you're calling an entire religion of 1.6 billion people radicals? <clears throat> No, I don't think it is because that is the distinction between between calling them radical Islam. You have Islam. You mm-hmm. have people who is Islamic that are not radical, but that's why we distinguish it by calling it radical Islam. So you're okay and with I also just, saying radical Christians as well, right? Like the Oklahoma yes, City. Yes, because Bible. there are Good. radical Christians out there. 
you so, know, but not. But if you just say Christians, then that's different between radical Christians. So this is the one big thing about Trump, and I get it. Like, there's a lot of anger out there about how this presidency has gone, presidency has gone, and how the country's kind of like lost faith in, in the federal government and stuff. My biggest problem with Trump is that the white supremacist movement has hugely supported him and come out and they've done press conferences now. There's like internet memes that that him and his son are retweeting that are coming from the white supremacist movement. Does it trouble you at all that your vote is kind of getting, uh, you know, together with the white supremacist movement with your vote for Donald Trump? Well, it, it, it's um the thing is, I feel like Trump it's not his fault that they do support him. You know what I mean? Like, of course, I, I'm, I'm a black African-American female. So mm -hmm. um, I guess it, I didn't know he was retweeting any of their things. Now, that, of course, would be uh, troubling. But I feel like it's their own decision that they choose to support him. But it, I don't think it's his fault. You know what I mean? You have the Black Lives Matter movement supporting Hillary and Obama, which I definitely don't agree with the Black Lives movement movement either i think they're just as racist as white supremacists why do you think that because it's black lives matter but all lives matter and i feel like this country has become so divided more so in the last eight years everything is about woe is me i'm african-american you know the world is against me but we have our first african-american president and i think that african-americans are suffering more so than any other race in this country Absolutely. and that they thought Obama was going to be their, you know, black lives savior. And he, he hasn't done anything to help the African-American community. Well, well he's done know. a lot. He's, he's, uh, he's actually, he's helped out with, uh, reducing prison sentences and stuff like that. And trying to, trying to get, you know, voters voting, voting back to people who have, uh, criminal records and stuff like that. And yeah. And healthcare benefits, a lot of, of poor people, even though the middle class is paying for a lot for it right now, it's giving healthcare to a lot of people. But I mean, it's it's one of those things where we can always debate the the little minor you know minor points of of this politics or that policy or that policy. But it's I think it's like, you know, and and it's tough to always try to get us all on the same page and try to find the brighter side when we talk about politics. But I think at the end of the day, it's like we all want kind of like this better world for ourselves in the sense of we want to feel safer and we want to feel like there's opportunity for us. And I think at least what I'm hearing from you, Rachel, is that for you and your perspective that strength and this kind of stronger leadership that we need and maybe even like less intellectualizing everything in the world and really just calling things out is, is maybe something you're looking for in our country more. Is that right? Right. And I also think helping out the middle class and the lower middle class is very important to me as well. Yes. Which I think well, Rachel, when I think better. about helping out the middle middle class, I always look to the billionaires to help out the middle class. <laughs> uh, he, uh, Donald Trump, in his last debate, he was talking about giving tax breaks to uh, major corporations and hoping that they would then give the money to their employees. But then you would be trusting these uh, corporations to actually do that. Would you think they? Do you think they would? Um. I'm not sure if they would do that, give the money to their employees, but I think they would be more likely to keep their businesses in America as opposed to sending them overseas, which, of course, would help out the middle class and everyone, all classes of people over here. Yeah, and if the people do choose to leave, and I would love his idea, actually. I really love uh, Trump's idea about if they do leave and they want to sell their goods in America, you're going to tax the shit out of those goods. I think that's great. Oh, yeah. And I think that yeah, if people did leave idea. and they started getting taxed, do you think that maybe 
uh, I think less people would leave or new companies would arise. I think that new uh, we would have new businesses uh, started in America just to like, realize that you can make the tax breaks and you can make uh, things a little easier. I, I totally agree with you. And I think both of them would be a plus. Either they stay or you give people more opportunities to start new businesses with more average people like us. And now, uh, Rachel, I have a, a very serious question for you. Let's say, let's say you, there was a third option on the ticket. It was Hillary, Donald Trump, and your sister-in-law, Amber Nelson. Hell yeah! <laughs> who would you, who would you vote for then? Well, I guess I'm obligated to say Amber Nelson. That's what I'm saying. Baby. <laughs> I Amber love you. Nelson. I don't, I don't think I'd vote for. You. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd vote for Amber either. <laughs> You don't oh, want me with a kill button? <laughs> <laughs> kill button. What's great about President Nelson is Vodka Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> National Vodka sure Tuesdays. Position in your cabinet. Okay? <laughs> Hell yeah. Rachel did. Rachel's in charge of military spending. <laughs> now, oh, go, awesome. I want to go back and talk about uh, All all Lives Matter because it, really, uh, it, it really intrigues me, your side of it, because I, I haven't really heard that much... Uh, all lives matter uh talk from uh, african americans before and uh do do you think that maybe in a town uh you're in a kind of a smaller town correct am i wrong thinking that like how many people live in your town you don't have to tell me what town it is but i'm in a small kind of what did you say small town are you in like thirty thousand people stuff like that Oh, right, right. I've always come from a small town. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, I think why the Black Lives Matter movement bothers me so much is because in the military and at work, I work with all you know, soldiers, I'm surrounded by primarily African-Americans. The yeah. majority of the people I work with are African-Americans. And um, the the racist rhetoric I hear daily is just so disturbing to me. In the military? Black, black Lives Matter supporters. I mean, and and even before the Black Lives Matter movement and my last unit I was in, you know, my whole platoon was like 85% African-American. And the racist rhetoric is appalling. You, you just would not believe it. Like anti-white? Anti uh, oh, yes, anti-white. Everyone I work with is anti-white. I, I kind of want to hang out with them. Yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there is, well, there I'm, are I'm times half, in my I'm life. I'm white and so it's very... I'm half white and my husband is white. But you're one of the good ones, though. White. You're one of the good white ones. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what? There's good and bad in every race, but yeah. to generalize a whole race as being bad and racist, it's disturbing, especially in 2016. Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stuff said about white people that I was like, if you replace that with like Dominican or Chinese, like that would be considered racist. So why am I, why can't I say like that's racist? Because um, white people are winning. <laughs> they are. They no, have always no, been winning. You know what? Everyone has the opportunity to win. Well, Every single person. If you work hard, not, you can not, be successful in this life. Not I, in the projects. Yeah, I, I, I love your sentiment, and I think that is, it is wonderful. But I don't, I don't think that is necessarily what is the reality of the situation for a lot of, a lot of people. I, I don't get it that much. I get confused for all different kinds of races, and I know that I don't. I didn't have the same opportunities as an Iranian American that that other white kids got. I had to just you know do the song and dance all the time. I grew up you know teaching tennis at a country club to old white folks, and that's how I learned how to play the game. But I think there's a there's a whole there's a whole gamut of people, and everyone's experience is different. I, I think you're like a frankly right. a success story when it comes to this. It sounds like you've done amazing well, and you have a lot of confidence in yourself. But there are so social and systemic issues that we've had to face. I mean, look, uh, President Obama did 
uh, you know, re-regulate how the sentencing guidelines were for crack and cocaine. If a white kid in the suburbs got caught with a small amount of cocaine, he'd get like a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit of like a probationary period. But if you got caught with the same amount of crack cocaine, which is something that happens in more lower-income areas to African-American communities and Latino communities, you're going to prison for three to five years. And so now we've leveled that out. I mean, that is a fundamental thing that did not have to get passed by Congress that President Obama was able to do for the members of the minority community in America. Now, while I agree, I don't agree with anything he said, um, everything he's done, but I I do agree with that his his motivation to make lives better for everyone has been there, and he's tried to do his best. I think as a country, we have to realize the president is not Superman. And Donald Trump, oh, I totally agree. but Donald Trump yes. is and not going to be able to do all the things that we want him to do in the the most perfect of worlds. I totally agree. And you know what? I I think Obama. I may not like his policies, but I I wholeheartedly believe that he has the best intentions. You know, yeah. I, I really do. That's I think good. he has the best intentions, and I think that's great that he's trying to make more social inequality when it comes to drugs and things like that. I just think that. While he may have great intentions on some things, on other things, his his method about method of going about it may not be the best in all situations. Who would be your favorite he, person at a dinner party? Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, Amber Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would be a close tie between Amber and Donald. Most likely, it would be Amber. We could get drunk together. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Donald has um. Yeah, he doesn't very, drink. Uh, he's very. Uh, what's the word for it? He has no filter, like me. Um, I love that about him. Oh, that's great. I do feel like he would dominate the conversation at a dinner party. He'd be like one of those people that you'd be like, we get it, Donald. You have a lot of opinions. Like, can someone else contribute? He'd watch Rachel and I get drunk together. (laughs) That'd be fun. I'd like to tell you what my main problem with Donald Trump is, and it's uh, it's something I don't really hear that often, and uh, I would like to get your opinion on it. I've mentioned it once or twice on this show. My main problem with Donald Trump is that he is owned and operated many casinos and we know that at their core casinos are made to trick poor people out of their money offering them delusions of grandeur you know you can come in here and you can drop down twenty dollars and you can walk out you know with a couple hundred and you could pay your bills or you could go in the hole and write a bunch of bad checks and we'll bounce your bad checks over and over again another thing the casinos do is that they uh offer free alcohol to anyone who is gambling and and they, this happens inside of the casinos that Donald Trump owns, has owned, and whatnot. And his brother, uh, Freddie Jr., uh, died from alcoholism. That is the that is his list. That is his cause of death is alcoholism. And do you think that you know? I I just personally can't trust a man who's giving away free alcohol after he saw his own brother's demise come from it. You know, okay, to I have me, a question. What is the age to get in those casinos? Is it probably 21, right? Uh, eight, 20, 21, 21 or 18. It's I don't 20. know. Well, he 21. does own uh, casinos around the world, so I imagine that there are state laws that are in place, but Ooh. I would say 21 to yeah. 18. Uh, okay, well, my thing is, what happened to personal responsibility? Did that go out the window? I um, think, I I think it does. Don't gamble, but I know that if I, I mean, I've been to a casino before. I think it's great they get free alcohol. Yes, because I'm responsible. I'm a responsible adult that knows my limit. And I know, I, I set a limit. When I've gone to the casino, whether it's $100, I'm like, okay, guess what? I took out $100 at the ATM, and I'm not spending any more. If I lose it, I lose it. If I get more, great, that's it, you know? But I think people are, are an adult, are adults, 
and they know what they're getting into when they go into a casino. It's not tricking poor people. If you're poor, you shouldn't be in a casino. Well, what about you know people with mental problems that can't that don't know the difference and just you know they keep making mistakes, addictive personalities, you know addicts. Well, people, there's people with addictive personalities everywhere, and a casino is the least of their worries. They can get in trouble anywhere. So I, I just think that we're all adults. We 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 can't control. We can't go around screening people and say, hey, do you have a mental disability? Um, because if so, I can't let you in the casino because then we'd be discriminating, right? And I think that'd so be. A, I think that's a good in. plan, actually, personally. You know. Um, well, hey, you know, if people are down for that, hey, that that sounds great. People put it on your driver's license in their area. Well, Eddie, uh, let no, me tell I you, I'm discriminating. When I go, I really to- do think that's discriminating because you may have mental disabilities that can function completely in this world. And why does everyone need to know? You know what I mean? I don't think that's everyone's business to put it on your driver's license or your identification card. Do you think you it would disability. help? Do you think it would help? I mean, you know, people with uh, schizophrenic shouldn't be served alcohol, I believe. You know, it's kind of just, you know. But Eddie, when belief. I go to the craps table and I make a lot of voices, I just want to entertain people. <laughs> now, uh, going off of your question, uh, I, your answer to that last question, uh, I have a quick question I was thinking of. Um, it sounds like you're uh, a fairly uh, traditional conservative, or um, also you. It, it appears that you also have some ideologies that are consistent with libertarians as well, which is that people are individually responsible for their actions. Uh, going off of that, um, since it sounds like you have been a conservative for a long time, are you in any way concerned with the manner and the way Donald Trump presents himself it seems to me that's been kind of dumbing down the conversation. I was having this discussion with everyone outside where it seems that by his bombastic way of speaking, which definitely is a debate tactic, but that it creates an atmosphere where there's a lack of nuance in arguments. And also I've noticed that as someone who in the past has voted Democratic, I'm very disappointed in the fact that because of his bombastic way of speaking, Hillary Clinton isn't... um, isn't investigated more thoroughly on things that I believe she's done wrong in the past. So he'll say something bombastic off the top of his head. Then later he'll be like, well, I didn't really mean that. But the fact that Hillary Clinton just has the opposite opinion, everyone doesn't give a second thought to, well, what was her actual past with this issue? And um, so I'd be interested in seeing how uh, you feel about his uh, manner of presenting himself in that context. Actually, I, I, that's one of the things I love, love about him in the primaries. I'm like, dude, I love this guy mm-hmm. because he's not afraid to tell it like it is. The average American, I think, personally, talks like he does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, behind closed doors, this is how we talk in our homes. I'm sure this is how you guys talk, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing I kind of hate about this is that I think it's because she's a female that he gets so much crap about it. Mm-hmm. Because if she was a male candidate, no one would be saying anything about the way he speaks. Well, they may, a tad amount of people may, but the majority wouldn't be focusing on it as much as they do because she's a female. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I whenever she, you say... Because she's, okay, you know what? People want equality. All these females are like, oh, we want to be equal with men. But yet when you talk to them the same way or, or you know, when he makes these bombastic remarks, but then it's all like, oh, he's discriminating against women or, you know, it's like, you can't have it both ways. You want to be treated equal, then be treated equal. I believe well, you there. Yeah. Go, going yeah. off of that, are you in any way disappointed in maybe the way the press that takes up on this? Because um, specifically what I was referencing is that it seems that specifically in the last debate, he'd say something uh, which 
I would say uh, a lot of people might take issue with, for example, what he said about personal taxes. And then she'll give a quick yada, 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 like, oh, well, I do that. And then the entirety of the press is like, yay, Hillary. But no one ever looks at past uh, shady deals she's had and past uh, associations with, for example, something I'm very uh, uh, personally invested in, uh, which is private prisons. So do you think that now that it's come out of the primaries and we're just two candidates head on head, that maybe the way the press reacts to his manner of speaking is negative? Oh, yes. But that's the, the thing is, the press, I'd say 98%, 99% of the press is for Hillary. Oh, I mean, yeah. And it's, and, and it's not because she's Hillary, but it's because she's well, a Democrat. What, percent is, what, percent, like what percentage of the of the media is Fox News? <laughs> um, well, well, that's why. Well, that's why I think ninety-eight percent. I was given Fox News like two percent compared to all Fox the news outlets. Two, Fox News is two. Fox News. Rachel, twenty percent. Fox News is like forty percent of all media. They are the most profitable <laughs> news organization no, in the world. MSNBC, CNN. MSNBC NBC. gets like twelve Jewish people in the Upper West Side to watch them, and me. <laughs> that's it. The oh, news no. organization. No, no, no. It is Rachel. Rachel. I, I don't Listen. Agree. I agree with everything you're saying, but this is like a very fundamental, like literally news. Fox News is gigantic. It is huge. You should see their building. It is global. It has Sky News Network. It has multiple newspapers all around the world. There, it, the conservative movement has their media platform. The liberal media has their the one. It's not even a political thing. It is sensationalism that everyone is attracted to, and it's the bottom line. When you have to make twelve dollars or twelve million dollars at the end of a quarter, what's the best way to get there? Playing pol- party politics? No. It's what are going to get the most eyeball eyeballs on the screen. And yeah. Donald Trump screaming Mexicans are rapists, and that you know all these other things are going to get a lot of play. You know, when he goes after a former Miss Universe queen for gaining a couple pounds, why is that even something we're talking about? It has nothing to do with it. Thank you. But it's good for ratings, though. So I don't know if it's whether it's a a media thing or not. It's just that the media likes to make money. I would appreciate it if our president didn't call Miss Universe fat. I would have. I would agree. Well, the media is all like, "Oh, look at what Donald Trump said," but like Hillary murdered people. You know, we're just sort of letting that slide. That's actually proven. The media is so. Unfair towards Trump. Yeah, Hillary has done so much, but if you watch MSNBC or NBC, they do not talk about that. They do not talk about Benghazi. They do not talk about the fact that what about she Benghazi? Was she was under investigation with the FBI. Then she deleted her thirty-three thousand emails. This they is... do not give her as much. So you must be watching a lot of MSNBC, Rachel. No, I hate MSNBC. Oh, I, I couldn't get that from you. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot even watch it. My head would explode. Well, I can't. The news is, you know, Trump bad, Hillary good. Everybody's just so, uh, you're right, the Trump being a bad person. It's even on Fox. They don't like him. It's, I mean, Look it, at what it's, he said. it's sensationalism, guys. It's not even, I, I really don't think it's about whether one side likes the other. They don't have a vested interest in picking who wins or who loses. They only, they do. No, they absolutely do. I disagree with that. Well, it's right. money that drives these media organizations. And, and yeah. probably Hillary gave him a shit ton of money. Because she's would owned she... by the lizard people, guys. Man. <laughs> Hillary <laughs> doesn't give money. Why don't we understand? Hil- First of all, let me be very clear. Hillary is a better Republican than 
Donald Trump any day of the week. Ask any Republican oh senator. Gosh. Ask any Republican senator that she worked with when she was in Senate. Ask any Republicans that she worked with when she was Secretary of State. They all there's a whole list of people that loved working as Republicans with Hillary Clinton because she's pro big business and she's pro the military all the time. She's going into Libya making invasions. Yeah. Our drone war is gonna go through the roof. So when you say that our country is weak, we've killed more people with drones than ever before. We have a video game war happening right now. Everyone wants to big, make a big deal that we're not strong anymore, but we're killing all the time. Yes. All the time we're killing. Alipos we're slaying motherfuckers. And so, you know how many Iraq cities have been overtaken again after we pulled out too soon? No, Hillary, Hillary is not pro-military. She is – no, I, I just – I can't even see Republicans wanting to work more so with Hillary. I think it happens. Hard. I mean, it's happening. They're all they all loved it when she was senator. They loved it. When they love it when she goes in, they all agree with her. I mean, that's the that's the problem here. More more conservatives don't think Donald Trump is a conservative. Look at his tax plan. Tax plan for Donald Trump is one of the most deficit uh, uh, busting tax plans that's ever been offered. You could check out check out the tax policy center. That? It's a nonprofit center. Um, because his his thing is just to cut taxes for a certain group of the wealthy people tax hedge fund managers because that's where the good money is and then he's going to raise taxes on the middle class and but he's going to do it in the sense of getting innovation but those numbers don't work out tax policy centers are not, he's not going to raise tax on the middle class oh Listen, my god um, do you think he Hillary really gives a flying the fuck about the middle class called free college free co i just heard on the news the other day free college for, for families for families exactly. a year families what the hell what the hell? I mean, that was wonderful. People like me pay for that. I know, but doesn't why? Just because you got to suffer doesn't mean that the future has to suffer. But then they can't build small businesses. You know, who can't build small businesses? If you when, when people are being taxed, when middle class Americans are being taxed out the ass, you can't start your own. Donald small Trump business. bankrupt more small businesses than more small countries combined. Okay, he there's there's a growing list of the small businesses that have gone bankrupt because they've done business with Donald Trump because he refuses to pay them because it costs him less money for them to try and sue him and not him not pay them but listen it's not even about the guy it's literally about what is it that we want to do as a country and how do we want to move forward and with this guy i just don't think the solution is there i'm not telling people to vote for hillary uh, that's a losing battle for me what i am telling people is that voting for trump actually won't get you any of the things that you want republicans don't want to work with him democrats don't want to work with him Frankly, I'm sure half his family doesn't want to work with him. The man China, has, China England. China, England, Russia, great ally in Russia. Great ally in <laughs> Russia. So that is the real core of this problem. It's just it, it really is a scam that he is running for publicity. I guarantee to you he will have the highest rated television show after he loses this well, election. What is your perspective on people who argue that you aren't voting for the president himself, so you're not voting for Donald Trump, but you're voting for the people who elect into the cabinet? And into exactly. office. Well, I mean, his family? Yeah, his family. It'd be great. The guys who are retweeting Pepe memes that are white supremacists like platformers, that'll be great. And, you know, I mean, he's very, I mean, he's gone through three campaign managers. You know, that shows no faith in uh, his employees. He's going to be firing this cabinet, obviously. It's it's just well maybe they weren't good employees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if someone's not doing the job, then get rid of them, get someone else. He crushed every sixteen Republicans. He destroyed them. <laughs> they were doing a great job. Well, but he crushed them. <laughs> yeah. He, it's weird how he just came in and knocked everybody out of the ring. Well, that's yeah. the Republican Party's fault. Cause they you know what? Them. Because people, I think, because people want change. They're tired of the status quo. They're tired of this 
you know, the common politician. They want something new. Obviously, people are wanting change in this country. And Donald Trump was the closest thing to get a massive amount of change. And Rachel, and I, I agree with you. And that's why he won the primary. And Rachel, I agree with you. We do need change. People want change. But we have to get off this myth that the president can actually do change. It is a myth. If you want change, go to your city council meeting. You want change, vote for your governorships. You want change, find out who the fuck your senators are. The number of people that I know, they have no idea who the fuck their two senators are in their state. Your mayor, your senator, your your congressman do more to impact your life than any fucking president does. The president does drone strikes. The president does trade deals. The president figures out how to battle terrorism. Those are the things that are in the purview of the presidency and some other executive orders that they could do, and a little bit on immigration. But everything else that actually affects your day-to-day life, how much school tax you're paying to get kids into public schools, how you're fixing your cities and roads and bridges locally within your state, those are all things that your Congress and your Senate should be doing, and no one is ever talking about these things. We still think we're doing the same thing that people are angry at Obama for. We're doing it all over again. We're doing. We're saying Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton are going to be able to create change in this country. That is a fallacy of fallacies. I think presidents have some change. It's well, the vibe. Yeah, Rachel. It's a oh, whole, oh no, nothing. You can go ahead. Oh, it's the whole vibe of the country. You know, like the feel, what we give, our, our values, uh, the 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 pop culture, the comedy that comes out of who is president, and it shapes people's ideas. Which which I don't think is actually real because I think that is the most liberal thing you've ever said on the show, I think. And it's, it, I think I take a more pragmatic approach where I've seen in the last 12 to 16 years that the president, only thing they do to fuck up the world is to go into fake wars and to go into and screw up foreign policy. That's what the president could do fundamentally. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we had the most hope and change president you could possibly imagine. He was a global superstar. And he still, by the way, he'll still win again if he ran for a third You know why term. he's a global superstar? Because we have these new millennials nowadays that care more about swag than policy. Well, I'm very Obama swaggy. Obama has very swag. swag. You know, he's I cool. Swag. I'd rather swag? go drink a beer with Obama. You know what I mean? These people aren't really thinking about policy. They're looking well, at superficial things. Who's got more swag than Donald Trump? Trump? Yes. <laughs> well, to be fair, uh, the po- uh, popularity of the people's president or the cool president isn't limited to the Democratic Party and isn't limit- limited to millennials since George George W. Bush was elected because he seemed like the type of guy you'd drink a beer with. So it, it isn't yeah, just that limited out well. to um, either party or either generation, in my opinion. I mean, you're in the military. When you went abroad during the George W. Bush presidency, I don't know if you did go abroad during that time, but I went abroad. And people were like, what the fuck is wrong with your president? He's a goddamn cowboy going into every war. That's the brand of our country during that presidency. And then uh, I went to Canada recently, and they were all making fun of me. They're like, your president wants to give you health care, but you don't want it. (laughs) 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 Well, you got to pay for it, even if you don't have it. It's the best possible thing we can do. Well, for people like me, it's... it's, um, No, it's not. No, no. No. Because it was originally planned by Mitt Romney for a statewide thing, right? Mm -hmm. When it's statewide, it's Mm -hmm. a little more... We know who you are. We know, like, the sliding scale of the state and, like, that everybody has their own vibe there, their own economy there. When it's a nationwide thing, I don't make that much money. And now I'm, like, having to be taxed and paid, like, have to pay into this. So when I get sick, I pay you more money. Health insurance is a scam. It's definitely not where it should be. Obamacare's been horrible. I know people, I had my last neighbors where I lived. there was a, a, a husband and wife with three children, and the wife was staying home, not working, while the son was going to school and working part-time at a grocery store. And they were told that they didn't qualify for Obamacare. 
And then they were sent to the, I guess, what do you call it? The welfare office or whatever and told to get on um, Medicaid. Mm -hmm. And they were like, what the hell? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's I a lot we of could get on Obamacare, and we can't. And then my other coworker, that, that you know, is, they're both the same. Premiums went through the roof. The same and system. It. It's still government provided health care, but it's more money now. No, no, but it's more money for the middle class. If you're under a certain amount of money, it's you don't like, go into Obamacare. You go into Medicaid. I mean, yeah, that, that, those are both government. But middle class is the largest class in this country. It, exactly, and that's why we need to grow the middle class. That's how you grow the middle class by bringing more people into it. You broaden the base. Mm-hmm. No, because there's a there's we're a line. all suffering to pay for the for the few poor people in the world because it, it's because just not fair. your fellow conservatives I can barely afford my your health fellow insurance. conservatives did not allow Obamacare to be Obamacare what it was originally ideal you know originally proposed it became this Republican idea that was originated in the, in the you know the you know like Massachusetts and that kind of in the Heritage Institute but that was a state thing not a nationwide thing of course if it was I, a state thing if I, could tell, I think that health care in this country is royally fucked I know that it yeah. is I think that we have taken strides in the right direction and it is it is getting there but it is royally fucked it is god awful the way we treat our citizens it is disgusting you know the fact that i mean let's face it in the last couple of months i watched uh, i don't know what you know about me but i watched healthcare in this country kill my mother and so it's just what happens you know so you have it this it's fucked right now it is really bad she could the insulin is not covered she was a diabetic. You have to pay $700 a month for insulin, and that is something that is not an option for poor people. But what I am saying right. is that for the first time ever, we had a president who was willing to try and do something. Exactly. And you know, if, we, if, you, if you look back in the early 90s, Hillary tried to give this whole country health care, and then it was shot down and she was made to look like a fool when her husband was president. And so, I mean, if you look back at that, I mean, she tried to do it in 92 and 90 and that's forever ago. And if, if she would have gotten Obamacare, what Obamacare is now in 92, I feel that by now it would be somewhere uh, something that we that is manageable, like something that Canada has. Exactly. Why is it that the, it's a very simple concept? Healthy people create a healthy economy. Yeah, the problem here is there's a weird tax line. So no, now no, people that the- are so now people that are like doing barely making it in their lives and like having their kids and have a house, they are now being taxed so much. Mm-hmm. And there's a line that if you unless you're poor enough, unless you're groveling on the ground, you don't really get the benefits. But that is it it's like yeah. the difference between it's like, is it bad now? Yes. Do we just go back to what Republicans wanted for so long, which is literally nothing, or do we try to make the system we have better? And I think we should make the system we have better because it's a moral question. Republicans do we had want? It good. No, 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 they did. It was trickle down economics, which I think that which was that was trickle original... down economics. That was the original... Are we really going to have a trickle down economics discussion right now? Because I will fucking my head will explode. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it literally, it trickle down economics is literally the worst thing for everyone in this no? room. It is the what could happen from trickle down economics? We destroyed our entire economy. Every financial bubble we've had is from the trickle down economics theory. Places that are the most democratic, places like Detroit, are the poorest places in America. Right, yeah, because they want something yeah. for themselves. Yeah, what happened? But they're all democratic. Those are blue states. They're some well, of the poorest places. But Michigan's forget- a swing state, and they're probably going to lose. To Donald Trump's definitely going to win Michigan. What trickle? What policy of trickle down economics has actually helped this country? If trickle down economics works, our middle class should be bigger. No, we've had it for forty years. Where is it? 
where is our big middle class? If trickle-down economics is supposed to broaden the we base... We do have middle, a big middle class, and we're the ones suffering the most. The middle class has you shrunk. Know, like, it like has me. shrunk in the um, last 20 years. Yeah, people aren't a part of it anymore because yeah. they can't afford to be a, a considered can't. middle class. You know why? Because things like Obamacare is making me where I'm about to not be in the middle class anymore. It's, Absolutely. We're that getting is taxed. $300 a month. You are not... that Obamacare... I have to pay money. <laughs> I have to pay money if I don't have health insurance. I I understand that yeah. you have so made a ch- pay... you individually responsible. You've made a choice to live off the grid, Amber. I know. I do. <laughs> okay, so let's not let's not let's not. I just hope you're voting. I just want you to vote. And my vote is I just tie it to a pigeon's leg and there I send go. it to fly. Old Amber Nelson, write in vote. <laughs> Listen, we are out of time. It is actually uh, I I want to say is a uh, lovely talking to you, and uh, I really appreciate your your uh, in, uh, intellectual viewpoint on everything that you've said. and You're very well spoken. And thank you so much for talking to us. And yeah, thank you. Giving, this was good. Oh, no problem. Do you thank have, you for having me, y'all. Yeah, do you have any closing comments? You know, any kind of boom, boom, you know? What's okay, the brighter uh, side? Go Trump. Go, go Trump. Trump. All right. There Let me go. ask you we'll this. edit that out. <laughs> Let me ask you this. <laughs> Our show is the brighter side, uh, and we're supposed to find the brighter side out of everything that we, uh, that we find... Uh, to be uh, appalling in this world. And uh, let me ask you, could I, could I ask you to give me, I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's, if it's closed. What is the brighter side of a Hillary Clinton presidency? As a Trump supporter. Brighter side of her being a president? Brighter side. You have to come up with anything, with anything. That she's a female president. That's it. All right. Okay. I'll take take that. I'll take take that. Thank you so much for talking (laughs) to us. Uh, Have a wonderful day. Uh, Keep that lawn nice and trim. Give it a give it a number two on the sides and a number three up top, uh, and uh, <laughs> tell your babies. Uh, tell your babies I said hello. I will. I and, will. And we look Don't forward to ha- and we look forward to having a dinner party with all of you guys and Donald Trump. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Rachel. Okay. You're welcome. Take care. Love you, baby. Well, that was interesting. Trickle down economics is the worst fucking policy right. in All this right. whole fucking country. Trumped All right, Cena. Trickle down. <laughs> I can throw myself into the fucking traffic. <laughs> oh my god! I had that iced coffee. It's I really saw, kicking I in saw now. Cena's eyes just bug out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never seen. <laughs> Uh, no, it's fine. That was good. This is the type of political conversation I like, where it can get a little steamy, it get a little heated, but then we all make jokes and we all have a good time. I yeah. think if we had more conversations like this and shared more ideas like this, the fucking country would be a lot better off. Absolutely. And then, you know, there isn't enough of it, to be honest with you. If, whenever you hear uh, people talking to Trump supporters, uh, liberals, you know, there's lots of screaming, not to pat ourselves on the back too much, but yeah. I think we handled ourselves well. I think we did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did. All right. And so I made uh, I made Rachel give us a uh, brighter side for a Hillary president. And I think that now we should give a brighter side for a Trump president. Or, Amber, you give a brighter side for whatever, you know, madness you want to <laughs> <laughs> Whatever alien presidency. <laughs> Cena, I would like you to go first. What is the brighter side to a Trump presidency? Uh, comedians will be in power. We'll reign again. We will be. It'll I mean, be we the, already are. No, I mean, but it'll the, be the eighties again. It'll be the fucking eighties. Comedians <laughs> are helping out Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump uh, secretly all over. But no, yeah. but I, I think I think our satire has weakened in the last eight years because I think we all kind of just like ooey gooey over Obama for so long. Yeah. I think with a Trump presidency. 
see, we'll get back to really hardcore political satire. It'll yeah. be beautiful. No more PC culture. No more PC culture. We'll, we'll be saying all kinds of racial slurs. <laughs> Jeff's got a joke right now that I love where I'm just going to say it because I don't care. And, good uh, reference. Is, uh, the, uh, he says, like, as a roast master general, if Donald Trump becomes president, that'll be an actual cabinet position. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. Fun. Amber? Oh, about a Hillary presidency. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, we would all be terrified. Uh, that'd be fun. You think so? You, that's the brighter side. You'd be the brighter side. I don't know what. Come on, Amber. She tried to shut down the comedy store when comics made jokes about her. It was a laugh factory. She, laugh didn't, factory. she didn't uh, try to shut it down. She just uh, uh, the someone from her camp called to ask who was saying the jokes. Yeah, but they were like, "Where do they live? What's their number?" That's fucking crazy, what man. What are you talking about? Did they? They didn't say that. Yeah, they did. I don't think. Where they do said they that live? Part. What's their number? Yes. They Amber. Boom, boom. Uh, how how many times a day are you on Infowars? <laughs> <laughs> Never. I think that's a pretty shitty website but these are like well, other everything comics. you're saying are is coming from Infowars. really fuck those pe- i really don't like those people they don't like stay. women over there they don't guess donald trump doesn't like women either i think he's more of a feminist than hillary clinton sometimes he but. wants to fuck his daughter yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but i i, I honestly you this- can't say anything nice about a hillary clinton presidency Do i don't want, want hillary to be my president personally uh, but, you know, I'm fucked. I've got my back to a corner. You know, it's just, you know, I don't have a choice. Do you want me to go and then you have a second to think about it? There you That's go. Great- okay. Uh, on a more serious note, I, I think uh, if Donald Trump becomes president, uh, a lot of anger, I think, that has driven both parties in terms of where this election has gone is about the inefficiency of government and the sensation people get that the government is not working at the level or uh, the efficiency that it should. So I think um, the brighter side is that I think if Donald Trump becomes president, uh, we might get fucked to a point that things afterwards might run smoother just by nature of things being fucked. Does that make sense? <laughs> like you got to tear we'll it down. We'll get good at troubleshooting. You, you can tear it down to to build build fresh on the ground. I'll tell you what. If someone's definitely going to tear it down. It's going to be Donald Trump. He's going to go in there and he's going to fucking change shit, no matter what. And I I think that's I don't know if it's for the better or for the worse. Most but things it are going to change. It's definitely going to be different. You know, no one's going to no one before him w- would have. Uh, added their daughter to the cabinet, and he will do that. And you gold know? toilets to all the rooms. Yeah, I'm sure. I like his daughter. She's actually not that bad. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably rather her run than him, well, honestly. Yeah, because she's a Democrat. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's true. There we oh, go. And, and another brighter side is that Donald Trump has changed his political party many, many times, so there's a total f- chance that when he's in actually in office, the things he's been saying he won't actually do because oh, he doesn't yeah. actually believe Well, him. rest assured, I, I'm pretty sure he's not going to win. So You think Wait. so? I'm pretty sure he is going to win. No, now, I, I would like to hear Amber's brighter side of Hillary Clinton. You know what? They might bring back my favorite show, Murphy Brown. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's involved with the media. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's not about national polls in these elections. Look at what happened in Al Gore. It's about electoral politics. I, I don't think he's got a ground game that can really uh, that can really compete with what Hillary's doing around mm-hmm. the country. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, the brighter side to a Donald Trump presidency is we will continue with the long line of uh, celebrities in politics. 
and I don't know I, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, Republicans have definitely used celebrities to help them out. For people that think the media is run by uh, you know, Jews and liberals, that they've certainly run a lot of uh, uh public figures. Uh, Donald Trump, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ronald Reagan, Steve Largent, you know, mm. you know, stuff like that. And so I think that Donald Trump will definitely open the door for some more free thinkers and people who aren't necessarily in the system. I think that's uh, something that uh, Mary said as well. But I think that we will have, you know, if, if Donald Trump can become president, you know, and Arnold Schwarzenegger can become governor and Al Franken can become governor that, you know, maybe, you Senators, know, we'll have yeah. What? Senator? Yeah. He's a senator? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, governor, yeah. senator, a top hat man. Well, I think yeah. that's why um, people identified so much with the idea of Donald Trump versus Bernie Sanders is because they were both outsiders to the political party, or at least they're perceived as such. Obviously, Bernie Sanders has been a politician for a long time. We can't talk about Bernie. I'm going to start to cry. Okay. Oh. But I'm saying that a brighter side of this as well is that you can see that on both sides of the aisle, there is a public appreciation and a public desire for people who are outside of the political system or who represent views that are outside the norm of the major parties, which I think uh, could ultimately be uh, beneficial for everyone. I think It's so. been over, uh, what, 140 years since the last political party switch-up, which occurred after the Civil War. So I think it, it could be very positive if we're entering in a new period where our political parties yeah. are uh, transforming. Yeah. I think you're going to get a lot more Republicans that are like uh, Michael Bloomberg. Uh, in the in the coming years, than than you are with you know the if Donald Trump other. becomes president, there will be four people running for president next time. Kanye yeah. twenty twenty man. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. The only the, thing that's made people upset today. <laughs> this has been the brighter side. I'm gonna go throw myself headfirst into traffic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but first, where uh, can they follow you? Oh, posthumously at, at Cena John yeah. all over social media. Check out Facebook. I got all these uh, videos I did for Mike.com up there. They're really cool, thing. by the way. Yeah, yeah thank you. They're I think great. you did a really great job with the eerie one. I can't wait to check out the next one that comes out. It's out, but you're releasing it on Monday. I am going to release it on Monday. Good for the old traffic on the old Facebooks. Yeah. Uh, but Absolutely. thank you. And what do you got going on, Amber? Uh, Amber Smelson on Twitter. And at the end of October, I am opening up for John F. O'Donnell Ooh. in Washington, D.C. That's going to be amazing. Yes. At the end of October? Yeah, when the end of October? This month. I think like 17th around there. Wait, yes, yes. Find out the date. I might want to come down for that. Fuck yeah, there's that a sounds... Weird Al concert I'm going to. Oh, hell yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> it sounds like the best weekend of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mary, what do you got going on? Uh, I'm Mary. Uh, Mary Kelly. Uh, you can listen to more podcasts and wonderful productions at K. CaveComedyRadio.com. Uh, also, before we end, I'd like to remind everyone that if you are not registered to vote, you can go to www.vote.org. Nice. Regardless of what party you're affiliated with or not a party at all, I, I think it's every America. It's your right. Hell and yeah. your, uh, not everyone in this country gets the opportunity to vote for various reasons, uh, especially people who have committed felonies. So if you have the ability to vote, I highly encourage you to go out there and have your voice heard. And if you don't care, talk to someone who did have a felony and vote there vote for them. Yes. There you go. <laughs> and I'm Ed Larson. You can reach me uh, at Eddie Tunes underscore on Twitter, just normal Eddie Tunes on Instagram and whatever the other thing I do is. Uh, please uh, go 
uh, rate the brighter side on iTunes. We need some love. We got to bump these numbers, guys. If you like our show, please hook us up. If you don't like our show, you don't got to listen to it no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, thank you, whoever did listen. Please uh, hang out on our Facebook page, uh, The Brighter Side. Uh, there's lots of uh, like-minded, uh, wonderful, positive people on there. And uh, Murderfish Show, October 15th. It's going to be our last one for a very long time, so please come check it out. We're going to be 10 to 1 a.m., 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. at the pit uh, on October 15th downstairs. What, are you just showing The Godfather Part 2? Yeah, no, <laughs> we're doing over 20 sketches. We have a lot of guest stars. Wow. Amber's going to come guest on. We got Sean Patton. We got some secret people who I'm very excited about. Oh. Some hot hot television stars are going to come. Wow. Back. And it's going to be a wonderful time. And uh, I think that's all I care to talk about right now. Go. Oh, and watch Jeff Ross Rose Cops, please. There uh, we go. go check it out on iTunes. It's only $3.99. You'll love it. Uh, I promise. Uh, if you're on either side, we try to dive into everything uh, Black Lives Matter and, uh, you know, all that good stuff. And so we're trying to. Trying to bridge the gap. Make everyone talk to each other for fucking Christ's sake. Just also, and if you see someone you don't, please try and sit down and just talk to them like we did today, just so you can understand where they're coming from. You might be enlightened on either side about certain things because there are brighter sides to either candidate, in my opinion. And you're not, it's not about changing anyone's mind. It's just about sharing your own opinion, sharing ideas, exchanging ideas, and then coming to a better place. And then try to find some agreement like, do you want to drink together at some yeah. point? I mean, that's always a great way. Agreement breeds uh, unity, and that's what we need more of. Friendship and, breeds unity. There we go. And remember, uh, after the election, second week of November, you're still going to have to talk to and deal with people who have different opinions of your own so it's always good to try to keep an open mind and try to keep things civil god bless america y'all usa 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 love you guys bye shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.